everyone and welcome back to episode 10 of tell it spirits and stories i'm here angie and jamie is here welcome back jamie hey guys yep good to be back 10 already wow (laughs) i know (laughs) right but i've been lagging (laughs) yeah we've been busy you know there's uh there's life and things going on around us so totally get it thank you for understanding <laughs> and everyone out there um for also sending me uh how much you guys like the show and want to hear more stories so we got some stories for you today um yes. so yeah jamie will go into what today's topic is all right well today we're talking about stigmatized properties in japan um and it's not just about haunted houses well let's go into it well what stigmatized properties are so in japan uh, people get a little squeamish when they go shopping for houses and apartments and things. And if anything has happened, uh, well, the, you know, well, people, you know, people just don't want to live there just to get into it. Um, they're called, these properties are called jikobuken in Japanese and um, basically meaning accident properties. And there's a lot of different accidents that are, that can classify as a jikobuken um like property where somebody died of course there was an accident or safety violation or even criminal cultist activity um and things like that and basically they're classified as psychologically harmful property i can't say the japanese but that's what the translation is um so in more detail so for example a property where an unnatural death happened like a suicide uh, fire, uh, murder, a lonely death where somebody dies and nobody knows for a couple of days because they, they live alone. That happens a lot. Uh, also a property that has a history of accidents. So not just once it's um, like, it's been flooded. There've been fires and, you know, things like that. Uh, another type is a uh, property that was previously used for like illegal activity, like Yakuza or like uh, sex trafficking and again cultist things or if they're even near places like that you know stigmatized also uh, properties that um that have like superstitious things uh kind of around them like if they're overlooking a graveyard or a crematorium or if they're constructed on top of a well which is interesting yeah what is that about i know like uh, we were talking about this earlier like like with the ring, like what's with wells? Like there must be something. I guess it's like back in the days, maybe that was just your go-to. Like if you if you killed somebody, like you know where where am I gonna? Like I don't have a like a car. Like 
uh, like I can't just throw them on the back of the horse. Like, I'm going to be seen. So, hey, let's just toss them in the well. So that was probably where people just threw their dead bodies. Oh, and my then, God. I just never thought of it that way. <laughs> like, that's just where you, that's what, that's what people did. It's like, listen, I just, just killed my neighbor on, in a rage. Where do I put him? Like, uh, throw him in the well. It's just a theory. It just came to me right now. No, 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 but you brought that up and it kind of reminded me of, because um, we're talking about basically haunted houses, right? Basically, and it reminded yeah. me of um, The Grudge, right? That's like a huge horror movie here. Yeah, And yeah. it became super popular in the US about a haunted house. But like mm. in Japan, it, it's to the extreme, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, and I yeah. guess that, yeah, that, hits a, that hits a chord like like I guess a stronger chord with the Japanese um, just having that we, we do have the Amityville horror and things like that and uh, the shining and things um, but mm, that is yeah. true but like those I feel are like not those are like like rooted in not the family haunting right it's the mm-hmm. demonic like amityville is more of like that demonic kind of feel right it's not even because yeah. he didn't even die at the house right he killed his family but his family doesn't haunt it you know whereas in japan the person who died in it haunts it they're like right. forever stuck in it that type right of it's thing. like yeah 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 it just it seems like um there's just there's just so many more things that can haunt a house here that makes it like unlivable, quote unquote, unlivable. Uh, whereas back home, um, either we, it's a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. We, people die all the time. We know this. Now, if there was a violent murder or um, uh, chances of like a stalker coming back, you know, I would like to know about it. Um, but like, besides that, it's just like, don't ask, don't tell. Like the apartment's cheap, cool. I'm in, I'm there. Yeah, and I don't I don't know if people like like lower the price on places that have had murders happen. I mean, there might be like a stigmatized house that that you see, but that's usually in horror movies. Um, you know, I mean, nowadays I think some of some of the famous houses, I think the Amityville house itself has um, become like a a tourist attraction, or or people have like rented it out. Yeah, like want to go to it. They want to live in it. They want to buy it. Right. It's like, yeah, let's go. Whereas but yeah, so Japan, right? Is yeah. that's not the case, right? It's super cheap. Yeah. If you want to buy a stigmatized apartment, you can because nobody is buying it. At least for the most part, Japanese people are not buying it. Hmm. Yeah. So it is they are scared of it here. It's because yeah. it's real, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd li- I'd like to I'd like to ask I would I'd like to after maybe after this one we'll maybe do an update or something I'd like to ask my Japanese friends and and people I associate with to like like just yes or no would you move into a stigmatized um, like house or apartment like just to see like the general consensus uh, to see if they would because I feel I feel like a lot of people would say no you know I think you're right because I because right we even talked about well maybe people don't really know but Japanese culture is so deeply rooted in um the tradition of spirits right Uh they are they are definitely where they're in paintings they're in folklore they're you know obon is basically celebrating spirits spirits are coming back um you you know to visit their family coming back spirits come back that's what they do here that's that's what they do and that's 
you know, so again, it's deep rooted in the tradition. So that's why, yes, any type of ghost, any type of death that they're still with us. So that's why, again, people don't buy these apartments. They don't want to rent it. They don't want to be near it unless they're (laughs) famous or crazy or a foreigner who don't care. (laughs) Because today we've got some great stories for everyone today to um, kind of uh, exemplify what we've been talking about and um, some of these stories, people didn't even know that they were living in these stigmatized apartments. So I think that makes it a little bit more interesting and more fun. So I'm excited (laughs) to share with you. Are you ready for the first story? Let's go. So we've got uh, all these stories online Um, and feel free obviously to look them up yourselves. You know, I, uh, always encourage people to do your research. Is this something that you like? You know, look into it. Okay, so first one. Um, it's called uh, Bad Apartment. I got this from Savvy. And it was just a really great story. So here we go. I live in a five-story apartment building in downtown Nagoya. It's not a new building, but it's not a dump either. Rent is pretty cheap and it's well-maintained, but otherwise unremarkable. I live in an N unit and thought my only neighbor was horrible. The first week I lived there, they would bang on the wall constantly. I know I was noisy when I moved in and was putting my furniture together, but come on. I thought they'd chill out after I had my place sorted, but no such luck. I dealt with it for a month, but then the smell started. It just smelled so wrong in there, like old garbage and human waste. I caved and called the building management company who said they looked into it. They called back and told me that the apartment had been empty since before I moved in. I told them about seeing the door partially open once or twice, thinking it might be a squatter, so they sent someone out. The staff and a cop knocked on the door, head in and find absolutely nothing. It was spotless, no garbage anywhere, no signs anyone had been living there whatsoever. It didn't smell either. So what was all that? I start talking to the lady who cleans the apartment building and she tells me my apartment was a jikobuken or a stigmatized apartment. Turns out the tenant before the last one was an old guy who died half in the bedroom closet. He'd fallen and banged on the wall for help, but the old neighbors were on vacation and he eventually starved there. All the banging, the smells were coming from my own place the whole time. I still live there because as I said, it was cheap. I don't have any issues with banging or bad smells. (laughs) And this is from a, a Japanese person in their 20s. Nice. Yeah, that freaked me out. Um, yeah, like I usually like to debunk these things, but I just can't. It was a, that was a good story. If it's true, that was a good one. Yeah, it, it's like give me the shivers. I know because again, I like stories where people are they don't go in thinking that their apartment is haunted or thinking anything is haunted. They're just trying to live their life. They're doing their day to day, and they. They experience these weird things or these unexplainable things. And then they realize, oh shit, you know, that might've been a ghost. So I love that. Yeah, there's a connection to like 
like things that that you're you're experiencing and you know you're experiencing them and then you get some like secondhand information that's like well maybe it's this and it's like wow that's like i can't i can't just bat that off and just say you know i can't like I, there'll at least be a pause like even for like the hardened like um the person who just doesn't believe in this in this stuff they would even pause and say oh really <laughs> you know then you know because that's just like yeah exactly because if you if you go in knowing right if you go in knowing that somebody died in your apartment and this stuff is happening you'll be like oh like you know like it's just my you can actually just bat it off and say oh it's my imagination I, like you know like i'm just like psyching myself out um nothing's really happening but like yeah that would get me actually if if i went in uh, not knowing in a sex, this is weird. And then you find out that there's like a direct, there might be a direct reason. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. Creepy. It's just, but it is. That the person still lives there. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Well, again, it's cheap. Like people don't understand that living in Japan, it's expensive. Rent is expensive for this tiny apartment. But yeah. usually these apartments are like half the price. And no deposit, you know, like what? Yeah no deposit and it's like half and you can negotiate for it to be cheaper because nobody wants it like fuck yeah (laughs) yeah i'll do the smell and and noise for like a couple months while i save up money for a better place yeah yeah hell yeah that to me (laughs) whatever story number two all right well we got a story here um another jikobuken uh stigmatized property uh story so this one starts off um my story isn't exactly a ghost story but my experiences from staying in a jikobuken i was there for a work trip with my old boss this cheap boomer dude what does that mean so like derogatory like someone who was a boomer baby and now it's become like this derogatory term like they're old and uh, i i hate that term actually i think it's (laughs) so stupid and it's really un justified but anyway this guy i'm gonna stop reading this story then (laughs) (laughs) okay uh well so i was there for work uh a work trip with my old boss uh who doesn't believe in ghosts and he thinks anything superstitious is stupid um despite half the team being completely against the idea of temporarily renting a jiko bouquin for a school uh shoot i'm sorry he went ahead anyway I'd say I'm personally on the fence about whether ghosts are real or not, but I can't say the things that did happen weren't suspicious. We all slept in sleeping bags in the same room, and me being the insomniac that I am, I'd sometimes just wake up and stare up at the dark ceiling. Now, a few days out of the week I was there, I'd sometimes see a dark shadow the size of a child standing in the corner. It looked fuzzy and weird. And at first I thought it was just, you know, a shadow, except that a few days later it hit me that one, we're out in the countryside and two, there was no possible light source streaming in to cause a shadow that dark and in that direction, weird. I really thought I was going crazy until my other colleague one day kept commenting how she keeps hearing a little boy crying throughout the day and night. I didn't want to freak her out about the shadow thing I've been seeing, but oh well. I guess that's why most Japanese would avoid ever renting a stigmatized apartment. I don't know if what I saw was really something or perhaps just 
knowing I was in those apartments made my imagine, imagination run more wild. But hey, maybe the shadow was lonely and just wanted to hang with us. Ooh, yeah. So again, though, he going in knew that the apartment was a stigmatized apartment. So do you think it was his imagination? Um, hmm. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'll, I'm. It's this. It's easier for me to to kind of like uh, bat this one off. Um, I don't know. You're half awake and you see things happen. You know. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like it, it could, it could be somebody's imagination, but maybe I'm just some boomer dude that doesn't know any better. <laughs> oh no! Don't call yourself that. I'm that. I'm that. I'm that detective that hears a story and it's like, oh, you just. You know, you were just taking a bunch of pep pills or something. I don't know what they say. But the colleague apparently was cooperating in some form of another. Uh, hearing sounds, not seeing anything. Oh, okay. So they kind of corroborated what he saw. Mm-hmm. I guess. Maybe they were all just freaking high. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. That's they're true. shooting a movie. Look, you know, yeah. you know they're smoking. <laughs> you know they're doing something. They're doing something out there. They're, they're, they're a camera crew. Like, I don't work in film, but I have a feeling that a lot of people are high all the time. So I, I'm just going to say no to this guy. All right, all right. So it, it didn't scare you as much then? No. One. And also, like, he says his boss was, like, this guy who doesn't believe in anything. And then he comes in and says, well, he's on the fence. So I don't know where his stance is. All right, all right, I'll, I'll take that. Because, <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a little bit too convenient. Like, if they were, I don't know, like, what's kind of like what came first? Maybe, maybe the colleague actually told them that she was hearing things and then he saw it you know like you know how people's stories to make it a little bit more interesting like yes it happened but True. in what order kind of makes a difference True. maybe one came before the other yeah. or maybe he's you know being completely truthful who knows could be but also like them knowing that this was a stigmatized area um maybe somebody was playing a prank on them like, um, mm. I know people who would love to do this. Oh, yeah, this place is supposed to be haunted. Well, I'm going to mess with them. Or they, it was all in their head because they they already had that idea that they might see a ghost or something. So they yeah. want it to see it, There seems to have been some high drama before. Yeah, like, I mean, um, him mentioning that even though he knew it was a stigmatized property, he, re- he went ahead and rented it anyway, kind of sounds like there was some conflict before that. Like, there were some people saying, no, you shouldn't do that. Uh, let's choose some someplace else and then of course that's going to cause more anxiety yeah i don't know just my just my point (laughs) no it's fine it's just you know i want to believe but you're making some good points (laughs) (laughs) okay okay fine story number three okay so this is from reddit and uh again about a stigmatized apartment but here we go. It's also a little bit weirdly written, so I'm going to ad lib a little bit. <laughs> so just kind of keep that in mind if I mess up. Okay, so this is uh, I have lived in one 20 years ago or so. It was really cheap, 
perfect location, and a really nice building. And I don't believe in ghosts trying to mess with people. So, came back from work one day, bathtub is full of water. That was weird. I have not set the ofuro. Ofuro is the bathtub. In Japan, you can um, automatically or electronically just push a button and your bathtub will run the water for you. Perfect temperature, perfect height, like it won't overflow or anything. So that's what he means by set. Okay. So anyway, he ignored it. A few days later, I woke up in the morning and again, bathtub is full. And I was sure I had emptied it, but ignored. Fast forward, next month, it happened again. And on the weekend, and there was no sound of water filling my bath, nor sound when the ofuro is ready. So again, when the bathtub is ready, it will beep or it will sing a tune. It's really cute to let you know uh, that your bath is ready for you to go and take a bath. Anyway, at this point, I was sure my bathtub uh, automatic water filling system or timer was broken. So I called service people. They poked around. All seemed fine, but they've changed. But they changed the button gaskets anyway. Everything went back to normal. Moral of the story: No, wait for it. It went back to normal until I'm back for drinks just to see my bathtub full of water again. I empty it and turn off the electricity, and the circuit breaker is cut, so there is no power to the bathtub. No power means no autofill. Am I gonna call the service people again tomorrow before I flood my neighbor? Hmm. I wake up, slight hangover. Guess what? Fuck yes, bathtub is ready, full of water. This doesn't make any sense at all. I call my real estate agent and service folks again. Real estate agent suggests that I move out. He even promised for the next place. Wait, why? Can't they just fix it? The very same day, I bump into my neighbor and I tell him my story. His face becomes pale and he utters that the lady that used to live in my apartment committed suicide. By drowning, he knows because she flooded his apartment. I moved out next month. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, again, that's that's kind of similar to the first story you told, <clears throat> where it's like, yeah, like there's a connection to why this weird stuff is happening, and it like, yeah it draws you in. Like, man, and not only that, he didn't even mention the times that he would take a bath in that <laughs> thing, knowing that. Somebody had died in there. Um, that's that's some weird shit. That's some fucked up shit. I think like that would make me think twice, even in America, to like rent a place. Like if I knew that in that exact same bathtub, somebody like took their own lives, like that would kind of be like I'm not taking a bath in there. You know, I don't know. Like, okay, but, but I have some questions about this, and okay. tell me what you think. Okay. Okay. So first, drowning. Like, sure, Japanese bathtubs are deeper than American ones, but drowning? Yeah. How do you drown in a bathtub? You I'm have to have some, yeah. Confused. <laughs> you have to be strong-willed to like, because if, if like if I tried to drown myself, my like my instinct would just go like, and I just like I jump right out and be like, what am I doing? Like, I, like, like I'd have to like tie a rock to my okay. ankle and jump off the Verrazano 
and and then okay there's no way I'm, I'm i'm coming up i'm floating up from this thing but like to be in like a bathtub i don't care how deep it is i'll i got arms i will thrash my way out of there you know yeah. like that's the instinct like i'd have to or may maybe they took pills maybe they took a bunch of pills uh, okay but yeah but i mean you'd have to take a lot of damn pills to like i don't know but wouldn't the pills just kill you why didn't you just take the pills then and just kill yourself that way? True, 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 true. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, then my second question is the filling of the bathtub. Like, so I know Japan has automatic filling system, okay? Mm. So if, but it stops, like it, it, it's made so that it never overflows, you know? Uh-huh. Um, so let's say it's filling uh, but it never overflows because he had mentioned that it was full, but he never said it was overflowing. Yeah. Though he did mention about it not, he didn't want to flood his neighbor. So, so maybe there's just like a l- lack of information there. Um, but like this filling system, wouldn't his wouldn't his apartment be flooded then? Like every time, like it shouldn't just be the bathtub that's full. His apartment, right? Should be, I mean, cause we have, okay. I know that in Japanese, so this is not in America. Um, you don't have a floor drain because we're, we have right the lathering, like you could put a chair next to your bathtub, mm, right? Yeah. You have your lathering and then there's actual floor drain and mm-hmm. the floor is sort of um, lower than your bathroom. So if it were to say overflow, it, it would have a chance to um, drain before coming right. out. So right. is do you think that's what he's talking about? Like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that sounds fishy too. Mm, it does. And plus this guy is clearly an alcoholic. <laughs> um, so we can't trust him. Um, also, uh, it's weird. Like he said that the power was out at some point, right? So maybe there was just some power issues too that that were because like also like from the side from the from the viewpoint of the ghost like you you killed yourself first of all you killed yourself um, and you wanted to peace out of this world why would you stick around first of all you want it out um, now if you do want to come back why are you gonna fill the bathtub again like what kind of point are you trying to prove like what are you trying to do I mean are you trying to freak this guy out like I don't understand like if if I killed myself by drowning I wouldn't be like coming back every other night to fill up the bathtub and like hide behind the toilet and go tee hee hee you know like that's not what I'm trying to do right here like I hated this world and I'm out so it kind of doesn't make sense you know he doesn't talk about when he takes a bath maybe she was kind of hinting hey dude it's time for you to take a bath (laughs) maybe she couldn't stand the smell maybe it was another ghost maybe it was the pre maybe they didn't even tell him about the other person that off themselves like in in the house that's probably the you know that's probably not even the same ghost no. I don't know. I mean, okay. I, I believe the story. I'm gonna believe the story. Okay. There, <laughs> I'm just gonna believe it. <laughs> because you know what? They took the time to write it. I'm gonna believe oh, it. There's a lot of reasons to, to write a story and put it on Reddit or something. But <laughs> but now see now now you turned me into a disbeliever because now I'm thinking, what or or okay, this is the only way I'm gonna believe it. What if the the, the previous tenant was killed by a ghost the drowning ghost 
And that ghost was some other person that just kills people by drowning. So they didn't commit suicide. They were actually killed by the previous ghost. Oh, damn. There you go. They have to dig deeper. We don't have, we don't know the full story. We should do a movie on that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> There's multiple ghosts living. In, well, why can't there be? And why is, see, why, why isn't there always like multiple ghosts living in the same house? When some, when a house is haunted, it's always like the previous owners. What if it's like a bunch of, that's but I, that's, but wait a minute, that's what The Shining did, actually. So that's pretty smart on their end. Yeah, it was a bunch of different ghosts of people, different people who died in that hotel, actually. But we're getting off topic. Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Uh, anyway, if, if there's anyone out there who wants to comment, please send us a comment. What do you think about it? Okay, then how about last story? Jamie, we got the, we save the best for last. <laughs> this is quite interesting. Um, hold on. Oh man. Um wait, oh wait a minute. Hold on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a miscommunication here. Uh okay, okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Are we ready? Here we go. Okay, so this next story uh is titled I'm renting an apartment in Tokyo that may or may not be haunted. Okay. So this person, just to paraphrase a bit, this person's an American student, went to Japan to finish up university here and they moved in to um, a place. Now, um, I'm gonna begin it from this part of the story. Um, this person says they moved into a part on a Jikobuken, a stigmatized property. And they say also, before anyone starts asking anything about my experiences, I want to state that when it comes to the paranormal, I'm quite skeptical. I do suffer from a mental illness that causes hallucinatory episodes as well which adds to that skepticism a bit, but my condition is well-managed. I rarely have episodes these days, maybe once every few months or so, but I'm still open to the possibility that these strange occurrences may simply be in my head. Okay. Now, uh, this person went through four different, uh, from what we know, uh, episodes, and this is the first one. She says, she or he says, uh, it was around 10 o'clock at night and I decided to run a bath to unwind after a long day at university, then work. Normally, I detest baths, but living in Japan, I needed to become accustomed to that method of self-cleaning. I ran some lukewarm water in the tub and shut it off when it was halfway filled as to not waste more than what was needed. Then I realized as I was disrobing that my towels were still in a box as I had recently moved into the apartment and hadn't done much unpacking yet. So I went to fetch some from the living area. As I was rummaging around in the boxes looking for the correct one, I heard a splashing sound coming from the bathroom that sounded as if someone entered the tub. My head quickly snapped in the direction of the sound before peering over to my front door to make sure it was locked. It was. Hesitantly, I started towards the bathroom and found that no one was in sight, nor was there noticeable movement in the water. At this point, I laughed it off and returned to the living area where I found the towels before making my way back into the bathroom, setting them down on the rack and proceeding to have my much needed bath. Everything went smoothly, but I felt this invading sensation as if someone was sitting behind me in the tub, which caused me to glance over my shoulder more than once. Once finished, I drained the tub, dried myself off, slipped on a nightgown, turned off the bathroom light and went to bed. I slept until morning. All right, that was the first episode. 
I believe it was around seven o'clock at night that I was cutting up vegetables in the kitchen for my salad. My iPhone was playing a local podcast that I listened to in order to improve my Japanese listening skills. Well, I heard the ringing of a home phone and instinctively I went into the living area to answer. I don't have a home phone, only an iPhone. And when I realized this, and in a moment of confusion, I called out with a yes. The ringing stopped, and I was met with nothing but the sounds from my podcast. I felt a tad anxious at what had occurred, but went back into the kitchen to finish making my meal for the night. Nothing else occurred. So they continue that at this point, things started becoming progressively worse, and that the previous experience and unmentioned experiences were all quite mundane, but it happened and it caught their attention for a bit. And then they went on for with they went on with their day and night. Life went on. Fine. Now here's the next instant incident. It was around two o'clock in the morning, and I had recently fallen asleep with my desk lamp on, as I was reading my nook. When I rolled over towards the lamp, the bright light caused me to tiredly open my eyes, then peer over toward the clock. Yawning, I propped myself up on one elbow and reached over with the other arm to turn off the light. As I heard a Japanese woman's voice quickly say in a hushed whisper, "Don't turn off the light. That's when he comes." I choked out a shriek and abruptly bolted out of the bed, frantically looking around the room for the source of the noise, but was unable to find it. I felt sick to my stomach, and for the rest of the night, I did not sleep or turn out the light. Nothing else occurred. All right, and the final one. I was again bathing around ten o'clock at night, and nothing was out of the ordinary at first. I was laying back in the tub, eyes closed, and admittedly drifting off into sleep. About ten or so minutes in, I felt a cold chill in the air before what felt like a hand yanked my ankle in a violent manner, pulling me underwater. My eyes shot open, and I started screaming as I struggled to reach air. When I managed to do so, I practically threw myself out of the tub, crying uncontrollably and coughing violently. Another tenant heard me and fetched the building manager, who unlocked my door before coming in. At this point, I covered myself with a towel and was leaning up against the bathroom wall, shaking. He knelt down, concerned, asking me what was wrong, and all I could do was point towards the tub. Nothing was in the water, but he drained it. He kindly offered to spend the night, and because I didn't want to be alone in my apartment, I accepted. Neither of us slept, and instead watched "Why Did You Come to Japan" on TV. It is. Yes. So. So, <laughs> I know you have lots of thoughts about this, Jamie. Yeah. Please, please. What are your thoughts? Uh. Well, I mean, you you can't. I mean, preface something with you know you if you have like you know you're taking medication and you know <laughs> like it may or might may not be true. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I would. I, I would just. I would just tell people like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I it, obviously, if somebody's trying to drag me um, down under the water in a bathtub, that and it wasn't a dream at all. But I, I would not say that it probably didn't happen. I would probably say that it did happen. Right. So I'm just guessing that this person has had hallucinations before and I think they did preface that they've been prone to hallucinations so I mean yeah I mean I I really 
don't know if I can believe any of this. And I think something that that I read before, that I had read before that I skipped over was kind of like, this person had read about stigmatized properties before they moved to Japan. Um, and I don't know, when someone kind of drops that, to me, it, it, it always seems like somebody like, like that person might already like psych themselves out to, um, to experience these things or, or I don't know. What do you think about that? No, I think you're right. Um, so uh, her being uh, admitting that she has mental illness, it's, it is nice. Thank you for the honesty. But yeah, I already doubt whether or not things are happening because like you said, that's something you can't, well, someone who's okay. As someone who has never experienced hallucination that I know of, because you know maybe i do and i just think it's real <laughs> um, i'm undiagnosed who knows but um as someone who, who hasn't as far as i know um if something like that happened that's i'm not questioning it that's 100 percent you know happen um huh. especially she heard in japanese um huh. someone saying don't turn out the lights like that that actually kind of scared me um but see, that's the thing. Um, the fact that she doesn't know if it's real, <laughs> if it's real, it's already like, uh, and then it probably wasn't. I mean, I mean, come on. I don't know. I don't know. Like, the honesty is great, but mm-mm. and then, oh, yeah, the remember you had written the first episode, you, Jamie, mentioned before when she she felt something behind her in the bath. But uh, yeah, we both know that Japanese bathtubs are extremely small and there's a yeah. wall there's, there's like a wall behind you there's nothing behind you like they're like yeah. they're they're short where you have to like bend your knees like you, there's there's they're not like american bathtubs where they're long and you can like stretch out your legs no you you're bending your knees you're yeah and i'm sure a dorm is this is either the same or smaller yeah like also if if i heard that japanese voice i would have before being afraid i would have actually stop to like <laughs> i think trying to translate what that person had just said to me unless their japanese is really good i probably would have understood don't turn off the light but i the second phrase that's when he comes would have been so confusing to me i would have been like hold on wait a minute like <laughs> i would have asked the ghost could could you could you stay and explain like what did what was that i didn't i didn't quite catch it i kind of got a little bit of it that again <laughs> yeah could you repeat that again more though take it aside Thank goodness I. <laughs> Who's coming? I know that it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I would have had a couple questions for the ghost before they uh, pieced out. Um, but yeah, like um, yeah, and I don't like that's a, that's also kind of creepy. Like somebody came in and and offered to stay the night. Well, I guess if the person was hysterical, yeah. I mean, the person could could have had an episode. That's that that could have been what happened. And. Um, the, the person who wanted to stay with her clearly saw that this person was not mentally, you know, capable of staying the night or maybe a, a, a danger to herself and wanted to stay and make sure everything was okay. I don't know. But um, either way, though, I think the fear is real, right? The fear is mm-hmm. real. Wait, did you say that this apartment was haunted? Like, did she actually know that this apartment was haunted or she just. Oh, or was it? Was it haunted? wait a minute did she did did she mention 
Oh, she mentioned, well, the title mentioned it may or may not be haunted. Right, but she doesn't know, right? There's no, no. like, confirm. So that could just be shit she made up. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, she, yeah, she, she, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, she, her friend, previously she said her friend had sent her an article about, before she moved to Japan, about Jikobuken. And it probably, like, planted the idea in her head. Um, and with her mental illness, um, it could have just... That her ment- her mind could have just taken that and you know and, and created something from that you know like you know so yeah. it could have been part of that so that's why like when people don't know the stories where people don't know that it's a jikobuken and then they find out later that that people had died in there i i believe those stories more if it's not total bullshit from the beginning i would believe those stories more exactly or had she this story that you just told us was um if she later found out that it really was someone had died in it or mm-hmm. it was a jikobuken then i think her story would have held up more you know I like things so, yeah. but there's nothing mm-hmm. yeah it's just like it may or may not be haunted like yeah i want something like this to happen to me like you know because i, I want to believe i, I want to say that that there is a supernatural out there but i, I still I'm still skeptical about what the what the motivation for for ghosts to stay behind is, and like lights flicker. Like, when did ghosts learn to control electricity and lights? Like, how did how do they know how to use that, or is it they're just their their spiritual energy that makes them flicker out? And why does it do that? Why doesn't it turn on my microwave? But some people say that it does. Or like, why don't the other electronic devices in my room go haywire? Why is it only the light? I don't know. Like, I don't know uh yeah so thanks everyone uh listening to the episode about stigmatized apartments so yeah. uh yeah uh jamie actually uh was telling me a story about how he is looking for apartments and mm-hmm. i thought that was kind of interesting if you could share that oh yeah no so we we did we moved in to this apartment um which i hope you know you know it's not stigmatized I don't think it is although we got it for really cheap I think. but anyway so we just kind of on a whim um we went looking at this house uh that is really new it's like Bill it was built like five years ago and um, it's on the market again and and we were just wondering why it was so cheap but we went to go check it out because like hey you know you never know we might want to we, we might want a bigger place later um so we we got there we looked around it was okay it was pretty nice and uh, we sat down with the lady and we're like we're kind of wondering why it's so cheap because we we heard about well my wife was thinking what if somebody died in there it's kind of scary like the first thing she kept saying like as soon as she saw the price and she saw how new it was she said scary she was just like this is scary and I was like why and she said what if somebody died in there or, or was or committed suicide that was the first thing she said and i was like wow really okay well i'm like i don't mind if it's cheap so we went to see it and then we asked the lady like um in a roundabout way we didn't want to directly ask her like did you know did anyone like you know die in here and she's she's just like so we said um uh is uh so why i wonder why it's so cheap and she was like, it is cheap, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> she didn't explain. She, she probably wanted us to come out and ask her. And I'm thinking, as we discussed before, if we did ask her, she'd have to tell us. But we didn't directly say, did anyone 
die in here or is this a is this like a jiko what is it i forgot the word who can yeah so but we never we never did we never went back they actually called us recently um and they're like you know it's still in the market and uh, this was like we saw this like back in summer i think i want to say like we went we went to see it back in summer so it was it's been it's been a couple months now you know so it's still on the market well mm-hmm. you have to really be suspicious yeah yeah so <laughs> that's the closest i've gotten to to finding out you know if something like that happened Exactly. Wait, uh, on the website, the Oshima Land, which is a, a website that's dedicated to stigmatized apartments in right, Japan. Finding where they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. where they are and what happened, because they'll what even happened, yeah. leave notes of, like, for example, if there's a fire, there's a little fire emoji, and then where yeah. it is on the map. Um, but yeah, did you, was that place on it? We, I didn't find it there, but who knows? Maybe it's just not listed. I don't know. But I, but it, this, mm. but something happened, like, we should I, now out of curiosity I would love to know what happened there what happened at least or why it's so cheap like I, I first like my first thought was like maybe it was a show house it was just like it, it was used as like you know for something else and they're just like you know well it's cheap now because like you know whatever so yeah but that wasn't the first thing I thought but um who knows but there are definitely a lot of places close to where I live um uh where People, I think there was there was two houses where there was suicides. There was another one where an older lady or older person died, one of the lonely deaths. Mm-hmm. Very so. common here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I looked up a bunch of stories about, and I I, I didn't share with you guys. I, I don't know why, but yeah, there, I found a couple of stories about um, lonely deaths. Also, um, one about not in a, a suicide in the apartment, but in the apartment building so um the man had jumped off of his uh balcony and he mm. landed in a parking space and then that mm. even though it's not an apartment that parking space nobody wanted to park in it so the foreigner person telling the story was like he didn't want it i snatched it up and he's like i don't care because they like have to pressure wash everything away anyway he's like i don't care i'm parking there he, yeah yeah, but, I mean, yeah but even then Japanese people don't even want to be associated with no. it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, this reminds me, this was a pretty tragic thing. I mean, it's all tragic, but when I first got back to, um, when I got back to Japan, um, pretty soon after, um, there's a, there's an apartment complex in Nagoya. Uh, I don't know if anybody listening to this is going to know. It's called uh, the Free Bell Towers. And this is where, this is back during the Nova days when, um, it was just packed with foreigners, so it had it had the name the Gaijin Ghetto. That's that's the name of the building. That's the nickname of the building. So I, you know, I used to chill there with my friends and everything. It was like two people in the apartment, three roommates. Um, big no- Nova would Nova would use that as a as a place to get cheap housing. And um, so it, I don't know how to, I don't know what to say in English. I don't know how to how to call it in English, but it's like it's an apartment. It's an apartment building, but the center is hollow. So the apartments are like, do you know what, do you know? Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but I've seen them. I, I know yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, the, it was actually in a in, in Japanese newspaper, I think. And on, on the night, it was, it was news everywhere, but um, an, a foreign, a, a Kiowa teacher um, had killed himself and jumped like from the, like the 11th floor uh, down through that like center spot. And it was like after a party, 
and like apparently like they said there was nothing wrong with the dude like sometimes he'd get into mood swings but he just jumped and you know he died so i'm thinking like because of that that building that was like a you know like kind of like a it was like a well when you think about it um wouldn't wouldn't nobody ever want to live in the whole building because like now that whole center hollowed out place would be kind of haunted or you know, I don't know that's a good point and in my reading um they also talked about how sadly uh suicides are very common right in japan i think we've talked about this before yeah um and it's interesting how apartments specifically apartments and houses mm-hmm. and not the areas around them become haunted mm-hmm. like for example we every year it's again sad to say every year we have people who jump on the tracks mm-hmm. and commit suicide but those are never considered haunted do you see what i'm saying yeah like, like that area is not haunted or like like people don't talk about them seeing ghosts they don't talk about how like oh i saw someone walking the tracks i mean maybe there is and i, I could be wrong but um when i was doing this research um the one of the authors had pointed out like it's specific apartments people where where you're living is where mm-hmm. um ghosts tend to haunt or people mm-hmm. believe ghosts tend to where people linger are. yeah mm-hmm. and it's interesting because people die everywhere but why is that haunted why are only homes stigmatized why isn't that train like this specific um yeah. train station stigmatized why isn't mm-hmm. you know like that mm-hmm. i don't know that platform stigmatized you know like mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, two weeks two weeks ago, I was on <clears throat> on my way to teach at a kindergarten, and somebody had jumped in the tracks and killed themselves. And they actually said it like Jr. would just say, "Oh, there has been an accident." Um, um, but I was on Kintetsu, and they were like, uh, in English, they came out in English and said, um, "Yeah, um, uh, this train uh, service has been um, halted because of a." accident involving a human casualty they straight out said it and i was like whoa and you know Rare. yeah yeah and i was like geez you know and i i mean i've i've lived here for a while but i would say this has happened to me maybe five times um, i don't take and i don't take the train that much so i think that's that's kind of a lot for me not not really taking the train that much um but yeah yeah i mean it happens so much you'd think that there's an army of ghosts just like running up and down the the, the train tracks um uh, but but it's not but but they're not you know and i don't know yeah i mean homes it always seems like they haunt like the, maybe spiritual energy comes back to a place where people always were like um just like if you're sleepwalking you know where you're going you know like um you always come back you always come back home mm-hmm. Or I don't know, you, you this is just where where you live. That's where you identify, I guess. Kind of like yeah. being rooted there. Yeah, you're like rooted in that in that place. But wouldn't you also be rooted to the place where you die? Or it's just like it does when you kill yourself. It doesn't really matter where it is. It's just like that's where it just happens to be. And you know, I don't know. Well, so that's what's interesting again because I think in Western society. Um, where somebody died is where it was most important. Mm, um, mm, mm. 
if there was a suicide, I've, I've heard many stories about um, them seeing people there. And then, mm-hmm. then they say, oh, yeah, that person committed suicide there or such and such mm-hmm. was murdered there. Like where you died is the place that you become rooted to, mm-hmm. which is, again, different belief mm-hmm. systems for different reasons that I do not know. <laughs> I mean, you, you, have, you have people doing vigils, you know, at places where people die and people like leave flowers and, and, and candles and things there. But then they also go to their grave where they're buried and then there's things so yeah it's like I guess yeah following a person's like route through this life I guess Uh, see that's the thing it's not a stigmatized apartment then if the person had committed suicide outside of their living area if they didn't actually die in the place then it's not a stigmatized apartment anymore and therefore it is not haunted and therefore they're right they can rent it out as easy well, maybe not that easy because I think so people feel a little bit like, ooh, this mm. person who lived their previous ten, but they didn't die there. It's, it's still right. a little weird, but it's still better. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, um, yeah, there was this, this uh, Korean uh, drama that's called, yeah. I think it's called it's Go so- to Heaven. Oh, Sorry, <laughs> Go to Heaven, okay. <laughs> Go to Heaven, and it's about a cleanup crew that goes in and like, cleans up after um you know uh people who've passed away in their houses so i think it's uh it's interesting to watch so everyone out there please go do that go check it out uh contact us tell us your stories um anybody out there who would like to share your stories any stories scary or not uh you can send me an email to tell it dot spirits and stories at gmail.com or you could visit uh, our website and leave a comment. And that's tellitspiritsstories.wordpress.com. All right, Jamie, sorry. Taking up your time as always. No, Thank you not so at all. much. Not at all. It was fun. But all right, let's head to bed. Yes. Good night, Jamie. All right. Good night, Angie. See you next time. Bye.